All right, folks, what is going on? This is episode 524 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about Georgia Southern. Today is their signing day. And um, it's kind of interesting because, you know, not much talking about in college football. Uh, signing day just crept up on everybody. I didn't, you know, I it kind of, you know, crossed my mind yesterday. Like, wait a minute, we're going to have another signing day for you know, college football. So I'm going to look and see what Georgia Southern's doing. Also, we're going to talk about the NFL. Is it scripted or rigged or whatever the case may be? This whole situation has been, you know, kind of gaining some steam ever since the uh, the chat, the conference championships games. So I'm going to give you my thoughts and opinions about it. And uh, it's, you know, it's, a, it's interesting talk because, you know, people are making jokes about it on the internet and, you know, you have all this other stuff going on and, um, uh, you have Arian Foster saying some things. It's 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 really it's interesting. I will say that. So we'll talk about that as well. Don't normally go outside of Georgia Southern Atlanta Falcons, but I just found this topic pretty interesting. So if this is your first time here, welcome. I could be found on the uh, YouTube or Rumble. I'm also on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. If you want to support the show, all the links are down in the description. This show is also bet the, uh, bought to you by BetUS. Click that link and put down $100. That will give you a 125% bet book bonus, and you can put down um, wages on all types of sports, whether it be the Super Bowl that's coming up in the NBA, MMA, eSports, certain players in certain leagues, all that stuff. You can put wages down on all of that stuff. So that would be, in my opinion, an awesome, awesome way to try to double uh, or triple or even quadruple your money. So uh, hopefully that works out for you. And um, I'm going to sit here and just uh, talk about this uh, situation with signing day and NFL uh, scripted or rigged situation. I, I find it really interesting. So, so far, um, Georgia Southern has signed one person, and that person is Keon Wallace so far for the um signing day as the time that i'm doing this uh episode and it is it's pretty cool that we're getting another wide receiver six foot three 210 pounds from springfield georgia if you know anything about springfield georgia you may not know it's like pretty much between savannah and going up towards uh i say augusta or probably in between yeah pretty much that is it you know it's pretty much savannah and augusta if you drive that way is pretty much almost in the middle and uh, Effingham County does have some pretty decent talent there. They always had some talent going through there. And uh, to see Mr. Wallace signing with Georgia Southern is another big pickup that we need. We, You know, with, with us running the air raid offense, you want to have that type of, um, you know, uh, type of player. 6'3", 210, had uh, 27 catches, 476 yards, and 10 touchdowns as a senior in high school. Um, you don't really hear um, those type of numbers too much in high school. I know some wide receivers do like phenomenal numbers, but for him to have ten touchdowns in a season, that goes to show you that he can't <clears throat> he can't catch the ball and find the end zone. So, with B.J. Johnson coming in as the coach, Coach uh, Brian Ellens as the offensive coordinator, I think they're going to be priming him up as well as the other receivers that we have to do great things because now you have Wallace, you have other um, guys like Elijah Walton at tight end, you have DeAndre Buchanan, KD Dorsey, 
the guy, uh, the, uh, the the two transfers, one from Pitt, one from uh, from Syracuse. Then you have all the other guys. You got uh, Sam Kenderson coming back. You got Derwin Burgess. Uh, you know, you have Marcus Sanders. We have a lot of good receivers that's going to be on this team. And just adding on Wallace on to the roster is just going to be, you know, another uh, uh, just another uh, weapon that we can use. I don't know how much he's going to be playing out the gate, but if you have like that thrive and you have that push like a Marcus Sanders or even Jet Thompson, guys who came in already as freshmen and made an impact in the game and, and you know, on the field. So you just never know. You know, one thing I like about Coach Clay Helton, they're not really afraid to play their freshman players. If they're about that life and they're actually producing, they're going to get that uh, the opportunity. You know, one thing I did love seeing is how many, uh, you know, true freshmen made an impact on this team. All the way from the offensive side of the ball, when you have a Marcus Sanders or O.J. Arnold or a Jet Thompson, all the way to the defensive side of the ball, when you have, uh, you know, Latrell Bullard and uh, – Oh, goodness, who's the other guy? I can't remember. Uh, Mark Stampley and others that actually did pretty well, you know. So, it, it you know, even the Pashawn Wimleys, who was able to start as an offensive lineman out the, you know, out the gate. You know, those things are, like, really, really cool. When you have guys who are absolutely um, talented at their position and you put those guys out there, we're going to see with the size of a Keon Wallace at six foot three, 210 pounds, He's probably one of those guys that you want to get out there because he's going to be that possession guy. So we'll see how that plays out. So I'm waiting to see what other um, guys are going to be signed when it comes to, uh, you know, when it comes to uh, the the rest of signing day. I, I can't wait to see what goes on. Like right now, it's actually pretty, you know, it's actually pretty, you know, slow right now because you usually get guys signing like back to back. Usually, but, uh, but it's just not going down right now. Maybe because it's this the second round of signing day and we got pretty much everybody that we wanted. So you're probably going to trickle in maybe six or seven more guys. That's just my opinion. I'm not necessarily true, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, so shout out to Mr. Keon Wallace signing with uh, Georgia Southern, staying home basically. Springfield to, to Statesboro is literally maybe you know 30 minutes away. So, you know, the family's going to be able to come down and see him. You know, all his other family and friends that are uh, in the area, they don't have to travel far from Effingham County to Bullock County. So that's going to be really, really cool to to have, you know, just that that circle that's still going to be there for support. They don't have to travel far to get to Paulson Stadium. So that's awesome. Uh, before I get into the scripted uh, situation, scripted situation with the NFL, uh, there's rumblings that um, – <laughs> that uh there's well there's not rumblings but it's official now quote unquote official that uh Tom Brady's retired I I really don't I'm be honest I really don't care at this point I, I will say this Tom Brady this last season he had was a very unfulfilling season and I'm not getting into all the personal stuff but it it just looked really bad for him in the last part of his season uh, of the last season you know, him losing his wife and losing his kids. I don't know what the whole situation was behind that. So, I, like I said, I don't want to get into that. But it, it just looked bad. You know, you 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 come back that last season. You, lose, you, you, you end up getting a divorce. And on top of that, there were moments that he did look good on the field. Don't get me wrong. There was a couple of comeback victories that he had. 
But then again, there was some other times that he really looked like an old man on the field. You know what I'm saying? He really looked like an old man playing football. I mean, he was getting real frustrated. He was fussing. He was kicking. You know, he was, you know, he was really um pushing on. You know, it, it, it looked really bad. You know, it was like four or five times he kicked uh, my Atlanta Falcon, uh, you know, uh, team. He kicked him around after getting sacked and getting hit. And uh, those other times, he just looked really bad on the field. But he had some moments, you know, great career. But I, I, you know, whatever. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. You know, he did beat my Falcons in the Super Bowl. That was a phenomenal uh, comeback. You know, and, I mean, I don't think no other quarterback could have done that what he did. And it's, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a, I'll say it was a pleasure watching him play overall, even though, you know, like I said, he beat my Falcons in the Super Bowl. It was a pleasure watching him play, and he's definitely going to be probably the greatest quarterback of all time when it's all said and done. Um, I am, you know, as of right now, I think he is, but I think once we get to a couple of generations after after Brady, we're really going to start to see what type of impact that Brady had on the, on the game because you're going to have other quarterbacks that's coming in that's actually going to be um, probably going after that. Seven Super Bowls, probably not, you know, but as far as, you know, uh, all the other things that he's done, you know, that you're going to have other quarterbacks that's going to try to go after that. Will it happen? Probably not. But you will really understand that it will be solidified after the Mahomes come through, after the Burroughs come through, the Justin Herberts, the, you know, the Jalen Hurts, the, you know, uh, I don't know if Trey Lance is going to be playing again, but you have that general, you know, playing, you know, to that level. You have these players that are coming up that's, that has all well intentions to play, probably not as long as he have, but they have the opportunity to be as accomplished as he has. So it, it, I don't think it's going to happen, but once that the new generation falls off and they start riding to the sunset, then you're going to look back and be like, hey, look at Tom Brady, look at what he's done. It owns a good bit, make it more significant at that point. So it, it, it's going to be interesting to see. It, to me, it kind of like, you know, before I get into the scripted stuff, it it, it kind of reminds me of like looking at the video game side of the world. And I know that's it may not make sense, but give me a second. I have another channel that does uh video games, and um, I do video games and I talk video games. I do a lot of stuff over there. It's called the VF Cast YouTube channel, and um, a lot of that, a lot of video games really don't get their flowers until like five six seven years down the road sometimes 10 so like right now it's 2023 wait to about 2029 2030 you know 20 you know like you know what i'm saying once you get to that once you get to that uh time and space and you see what the quarterbacks of today are doing then you're going to go back and say like wait a minute you know tom brady done this and these other guys did not really, you know, catch up to what his accomplishments were. So it's kind of like that because, like, with video games, you look back, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, a lot of people start to realize how great those consoles were at the time. But once those, those consoles was done and they were going to the PS4, a lot of people were not even thinking about it. But now you're starting to look at it now with the PS5, you know, a lot of people want a PS2 again. You know, it's just really, really interesting. But. Enough of that. Speaking of the Super Bowl, the 28-3 situation, was that scripted? Was that, uh, is the game rigged? When you look at the the recent um, NFC, AFC championships, were those rigged? Were those scripted? 
is Arian Foster talking? Uh, was he on point? You know, I will say this. I did a video about this. Well, I did an episode about this a while back. I can't remember what number it is. You can go back and check when I talked about the LA Rams and I talked about why the NFL was so adamant about getting these guys a championship. I believe that the move to them back to LA and getting them guys a chance, making sure those guys win a championship was really um, uh, important to the NFL and getting into the LA market once again. Because a lot of people don't realize the NFL really don't work that well in the L.A. market. This is why that the Rams left a couple of times and the Raiders left. A lot of a lot of kids may not know that the Las Vegas Raiders used to be the L.A. Raiders at one time. No, they were they were the Oakland Raiders before. Then they went to L.A. Then they went back to Oakland. And now they're in Las Vegas. I mean, that just goes to show you that's a bad look on L.A. and Oakland, to be honest with you. But. When you look at the whole situation with L.A., they never was a really good market for the NFL. Is it a good market for sports? Yeah, I think it's a good market for sports. You have the Lakers, you have the Dodgers, you have the Clippers. You also have USC football. Um, I don't think UCLA is there. No, UCLA isn't there. But you you have USC football. You have all these other things there. You know, the L.A. Kings, L.A. Galaxy. You have a lot of stuff, but for some reason, the NFL does not really uh, bode well for the NFL. So I think that what they tried to do is get L.A. or and the Chargers into the L.A. market and get one of those guys, or one of those teams to prominence. Because before the, before the Rams made it to L.A., those guys, you know, after the Kurt Warners of the world and the Isaac Keems and, um, you know, the whole greatest show on turf, the St. Louis Rams wasn't really too much anything. And there's a big story behind the St. Louis situation, leaving St. Louis to L.A., but that's a whole nother story for another day I don't want to get into. But when they got to L.A., you started seeing them getting draft picks. They were signing all these players. You know, there was, some, in my opinion, I thought they were supposed to win the Super Bowl that year that Tom Brady beat them, but they run right back and get to the Super Bowl and they end up beating the Bengals. I find that this was something really weird going on with the L.A. team. And I feel like it was a, a situation where the NFL wanted to get these guys a, a Super Bowl. So do I feel like it's scripted? No, I don't. But I do believe that there's something going on where some you know executives in the NFL try to push certain teams and push certain narratives. I also think this happens in, 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 in the NBA as well. Um, so there's something there. I will say that something's there. Something isn't right. And um, I don't think that it's 100%, oh, this team is going to do that. But there's some elbow nudging to get certain teams and certain players in certain situations. That is totally my uh, opinion. I really believe that. You know, so there's something about it. Uh, but I, I don't know what Arian Foster is talking about. They said they get a script in the beginning of the season. That's, I think that's wild. But I think that sometimes along the line, like let's say midseason or, uh, or when the playoffs start, there is some type of nudge towards a, ter- a certain team because I, I believe that it, it's money at the end of the day. I, I firmly believe that um, there's some marketing there to where you may want to see Andy Reid go up against his former team 
order two Kelsey brothers play against each other for the first time in a Super Bowl, two brothers going against each other on the field. Um, you also have the situation with Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, um, the, the racial component. I mean, I don't really like to talk about that type of stuff, but I believe it's real. I believe that they try to get that up there. Um, I don't think it would have been very interesting to have, like, let's say the Giants, uh, you know, playing uh, who's the other AFC team that was there that wasn't really prominent. The Giants playing the Jaguars, per se. You know, I, I don't think there would have been too much to, to, to hang their hat on as far as storylines or whatever the case may be. Or, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't, you know, I don't really think it was anything, prof- I ain't going to say profitable, but anything to talk about. So, I think there is some component to it. But for me to say that it is, like, necessarily rigged or whatever or scripted, it's hard for me that I think that's a stretch, but like I said, I think there's some type of nudge or some type of uh, push to get certain things to happen. So uh, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't, but they will try to put that in place. So that that's just my opinion about it. I don't, I, I, I can go into other situations to where they want certain players to be this, that, and the third. And so they have pushed the narrative or whatever the case may be. But um, that that will be I, I will be here all day, and uh, I'm not sure if that to be be uh, viable to do so. But like I said, it does happen in NBA as well. I believe I believe it happens in NBA. Not sure about baseball, but I I believe it happens in both where both teams will actually try to or both entities will try to nudge uh, a certain narrative. Uh, enough of that. If you like this commentary, hit the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Let me know what you guys think about signing day. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, we're going to see some more signings. I don't know how much you know, of the signings that we're going to see, but I I really would like Georgia Southern to get some really decent players to continue to what uh, continue what Coach uh, Clay Hilton is doing. Uh, he's been doing great. I'm be honest. He's been doing a really good job. Also, what do you think about the NFL? Scripted, Rick? What do you think? I gave you my thoughts and opinions on that. Uh, I think they nudge a narrative. Also, you can find me on YouTube and Rumble. Also on Anchor Stitch, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. Let me know what you guys think. Click all the links down in the description if you want to support the show, whether it be through BetUS, Cash App, PayPal. It doesn't matter. I really would appreciate all the support. Thank you, guys. I will see you guys on the next one. All right, y'all. Y'all take it easy, and y'all be blessed. Peace.